Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to the God Factor Podcast, where we have conversations about what it means to live with intention and with purpose. And it's your girl, Aviola Makonjuola. And I hope you're having an amazing time in the world. Um, first of all, I wanted to say thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for, you know, just listening. Thank you for um, just making this as purposeful as it could be. Um, thank you. Thank you. I'm so grateful. My heart is full. Um, today I wanted to, um, I wanted to just talk about, you know what, I want want to talk about my story and, um, it's going to be more like a journey so far and just reflecting on my life so far. You know, if anybody had told me that I would have the experiences that I have today, I'd be like, it's a lie because I just always saw myself as that person that was going to do this, you know, um, go to school finish school, have babies, get married and um, leave life. That was, you know, that was how I saw my life. Um, I never, even though I questioned things, I never saw myself as that person that would go through certain experiences that would cause me to actually step outside and look and be like, okay, this is not working for me because of the experiences that I've had. Um, I just thought like, you know, that linear one way was what my life was going to be. And, um, ah, In everything, I still have cause, you know, to thank God. I still have cause to give praise, but it has not been easy. I'm not going to stand here and say that it's been easy. It hasn't been easy. I've had my ups and downs, you know, through having a baby at the age of 19. Um, And the reason why that happened was because I was trying to be married. I was trying to, you know, do the right thing. I wanted to be married. I wanted to date somebody for the longest time and, you know, um, be with them and be like, okay, yeah, this is my husband. This is my boo. And, you know, in the mix of all of that happening, boom, boom, pow, boom, boom, pow, pregnancy came at the age of 19. And I chose to keep my son, um, you know, after much celebration and back and forth and just, you know, a lot of things in the mix. I did choose to keep my son to the glory of God he's going to be 14 this year in July to be precise um it wasn't the easiest decision to make but I did make that decision and that one decision has totally changed the trajectory of my life um and even though it hasn't been like smooth 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 sailing all the way there's just so many things that have happened so many hiccups that have happened that I just continue to look at my life as a a testimony that's what it is um, because you would think that, you know, after having the baby at nine, at 20, I was 20 when I gave it to my son. Um, after having the baby at 20, um, you know, I went through a series of, you know, still suffering from just, you know, myself suffering from um, rejection, low confidence, low self-esteem, just trying to find myself and trying to find my place in this world, you know, still doing things that I thought would bring me joy, that would bring me fulfillment, you know, um, finding things, you know, in other places but myself, in the hands of men, you know, in money, in education, just doing all of these things and thinking that like, okay, yeah, this would bring me joy, this would bring me fulfillment. And up until the point when I turned 26 and I realized that none of these things are going to help me. Like all of these things are not like, they're not, they're not going to help me. (laughs) And, um, quickly I, I surrendered and the story behind surrendering was, um, oh man. So I had been with this one person, um, in a situationship um, a situationship is basically one of those relationships where there's no commitment. You guys just come, you smash, and you you dash, literally. Um, there's no boundaries, there's nothing. You guys are free to see other people. I know they have names for it today, but I don't even know what it's called. I don't know what to call it, but I used to, I always refer to it as a situationship. It could also be friends with benefits, but 
um this one is a winning situation because I feel like friends will benefit. I think there's that boundary, there's a conversation, but situationship is just what it is. It's a situation. <laughs> um, I remember the guy that I was in a situationship with, um, we had, had gotten into an argument and um, we had not spoken for maybe like a week. And at this point, I'm already like hitting my tipping point because I'm just like, I'm tired. I'm, I can feel like I'm getting tired. You know, like I, I liken it to, I, I, when I think about that story now, I liken it to like a rubber band, like a really thick rubber band. You know, there's some rubber bands that when you stretch them, they eventually cut. You can cut them, but with this one, like the really thick ones, you can't cut them with your bare hands. You probably would have to use a scissors. And in this case, I was that rubber band, like really thick, you know, with a lot of, um, with a huge threshold. Um, I could be, I could be a very patient person, but by the time when you push me to the wall and you push me and you push me and I hit my limit, then I'm just like, I'm done. Like I'm done. And it could just be one tiny thing that you're going to do. And I'm just going to be like, yeah, peace. I'm done. So anyways, um, at this point, I knew that I had reached my limits and I couldn't stretch myself any much longer. Like I was thinning out very, very fast and I had to do something about it. So I had not spoken to this person in about a week. And then he had called me to kind of like, you know, um, hash out whatever it is that happened prior. And um, in the middle of hashing out what was what happened prior, we got into another argument that was just very pointless. And in that moment, I was just like, I can't do this anymore. And I just cut the phone off and I remember just crying crying from my belly just crying and just being tired from everything that i have done tired from all the choices that i have made tired from you know running away from myself tired from running away from this person and not even knowing who i was my goodness i i oof. i see myself I, I i see that picture that picture will forever remain in my mind in my heart like it would forever be ingrained in there you know crying and just you know um just being hurt and just like i was tired I was tired, tired from all of his choices, tired from all of these things that I had done. And just, you know, at that point, knowing that I had to do something differently, if not, I was going to, I was going to lose it because I had nothing left in me to give. And I remember crying and crawling to my room. So I was in, I was in the living room when this happened. So I remember crawling to my room and the only person that was with me in the house that day was my now almost 14 year old son. At the time he was six or seven and I could see his face. Even though he doesn't remember this, he was in his room and he heard me crying. So he came into my room and tried to lift me up and put me on the bed and prop my head on a pillow. And I could see his face and I could tell like if his face could speak like or if, if we could have a conversation at that point in time, there was just a million and one things probably going through his mind. And the biggest thing was just that worry of who's going to help us? What am I supposed to do? What am I like? What am I going to do? How am I like, how am I going to fix this? And he was six years old. There was no reason why a six-year-old would be in that position trying to save me from the mess that I created, from the chaos that I created for myself. And that was the moment I decided to change. That was the moment I decided that I wasn't going to do this no more. That was the moment that I made this, this, the decision to do things differently. And um, through it all, through that experience, I you know, went on a soul-searching journey you know, just to really discover who I am, really discover who God created me to be, really discover what my purpose was, really discover why I existed in the first place because I had run so much from myself that I was just, I was done and I just, I was tired of doing it. And, you know, I started to find myself, you know, I started to find myself, I was finding myself, it was exciting. And, um, you know, you would think that after that whole experience, 
um, you know, things would just be all la 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 you know, to be like jolly and all that good stuff. However, I decided to get married when I was 30, thinking that it was the best choice at the time. Um, but now when I look back at the choice that I made and how I made that choice was totally bad theology, which I believe I have spoken about, but if not, I could share that on here, but it was totally bad theology. I got married and, um, chose to separate probably two years into the marriage because I knew that the decision that I had made was just catching up and was going to haunt me for the rest of my life if I didn't come out and say this was pain like this was this wasn't the best decision for me um so through it all you know at a point um through having a baby at such a young age through going through you know um um going through the rejection the low self-esteem the confidence going through the marriage and getting separated you know just all of that um there was a point where i decided to hide because i just thought that there was nothing left you know i just thought that what would i talk about like i was that girl who after i found myself and i found god and I found purpose. Like I would go on Instagram and Facebook and I would do Facebook lives and I would write, you know, I had this face, I had all these posts and I was writing, I went viral for, you know, like amazing things. I was speaking, I was living my life. And then all of a sudden it was just that dip. And after that dip happened, I was just like, there's really nothing to my life. Like who wants to listen to me? So I um, resorted to just being in the back so just taking um, a silent stand and just looking at other, other people do what it is that I love to do, which is to speak, which is to share my story, which is to get on the mic and speak. That's why I had a mic in my YouTube video last week. And um, some of my friends are like, what are you doing with a mic? Well, girl, trying to manifest my dream. Okay. Um, I watch other people do what it is that, you know, I, I've been called to do. But then I just keep asking myself, I have, like, I have nothing good going on. I have nothing good going on. Like, I've just come out of this marriage, you know, again, another failure. Like, it's like, oh, man, how many times? But through that, I found myself again. <laughs> um, I found myself again. And that's my purpose, you know. Um <laughs> Regardless of how many times I fall, my strength is in getting up and getting out there again. My strength lies in being able to just foster through and just or fester through. I don't even know what the right word is, but being able to just move through life with grace, with ease, with with class. And just knowing that the best is yet to come, knowing that the plans that God has for me is way bigger than what I can imagine for myself, knowing that, yes, this is one of the falls of the many falls, but it's not going to define how it all ends. It's not going to define. It's part of the journey. You know, um, I came to realize that because because when 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 I worked out of my marriage, I, I started to figure out, oh, maybe I was not supposed to do this. Maybe, you know, I was just doing the most being on Instagram and Facebook, doing all these live videos. Maybe, maybe this, maybe that. I had, I had all these thoughts in my head. But that's my purpose, to share my story. 
to tell you how it feels when you get pregnant at the age of 19 and you have a baby at the age of 20 and you become a mother when you're least prepared for it. To tell you my story of feeling rejected. To tell you my story about what it looks like when you have low self-confidence. To tell you my story about what it looks like and what it feels like when you have low self-esteem and you do not believe in yourself and you have to pick yourself up and believe in yourself and create a voice for yourself. To tell you my story of how I went through multiple rejections how i tried to get validation from men from education from making money from jobs and that still did not fill me up to tell you my story about how i found myself and how i found god and how i became i knew that i was the secret all along or i'm the secret all along and i was nothing like i'm i'm the one that holds that key to tell you my story about how I made a mistake in marriage, in in, in in the marriage that I that I that I entered and why I made that mistake and what was behind it, and to tell you my story of how I got the courage to be able to walk out. To tell you my story about what to do to avoid all of those things and how to be a better person and how to create your own identity and believe in yourself and to be who God has called you to be. Create your identity, find your identity in God, find your backbone in God, because when you have God, you have everything. That is my purpose. My purpose is not to sit in the office and go typing away and building, doing construction work or like, nah, that's not my purpose. Wearing a hat hat or, you know, no, that's not my purpose. Talking about things that I don't, that, that, that don't concern me <laughs> or talking about things that I wasn't created to speak on. That's not my purpose. So through everything, I found purpose again. And it's beautiful because I get to share this with the world. I get to share this with a lot of people. I get to talk about my experiences and the mistakes that I've made and the decisions that I have or the choices that I have made and the reasoning behind those choices and how, how I have come to realize that I can make better choices and how, how and the choices that I have made to become a better person and the things that I have done to be able to make those choices informed to be able to stand in those choices and do well with those choices make those choices use those choices to my advantage and build myself back up because at one point in time there's always going to be somebody who either resonates with everything that has happened in my life so far or one of the things that have happened in my life so far so if you can take that one thing to be like yo i was pregnant at 19 too and that just set me back I had a baby at the age of 20 and that just set me back. I have low self-esteem. I have low confidence and man, it just sucks. I find, I'm trying to find validation in things, in people. And I, I, I'm just sick of it. I'm tired. I don't have a strength anymore. I know that I made the mistake of marrying the wrong person or I made, I had the same theology and I almost made that mistake. Or if it's a situation where I'm not celebrating divorce, but sometimes if that's the only option that you have, then maybe you got to do what you got to do because you know that's not where God wants you to be. And you have to just take the L and be like, you know what? I messed up because I messed up in my situation. I made the wrong move by getting married to the person that I got married to. Nothing wrong with him. He's all well and good. You know, I wish him all the best. However, I know that I did not make the right choice with regards to who my life partner was supposed to be, who my purpose partner was supposed to be. So I just wanted to come on here. I just wanted to, you know, just share that and just say that um, God is not done with you. And I don't want you to think that whatever it is that you're going through right now, whatever it is that you're, um, whatever season that you're currently in, it's not the end of the world. Um, I was listening to Sarah Jakes. I love Sarah Jakes, man. And I didn't even know that 
she I knew she was married. I knew she had well, I knew she had um her first son. I think when she was fourteen or fifteen was when she had her first child. Um I knew she was married prior to her now marriage, but I didn't even know that she had two kids before getting married to her now husband, Pastor Turi Roberts. I didn't know she had two kids from two different men. And that's something that I also beat myself up about because I honestly did not want to have two kids from two different men. I waited so long for 11 years in between my children because I wanted to be married and I wanted to raise my child with a husband in a home. But then that didn't turn out the way that I wanted it to turn out, you know, ended up having one kid, you know, my first one when I was 20 and then my second one um, from my most recent um, relationship that ended in, um, in a divorce. And I was listening to her and I was just like, wow, the way she carries herself, the way she sees herself. And she's like, God is not done with me. And her husband is phenomenal. And I was just like, yeah, God is not done with you. Just because you have two kids from two different men. Hey, it just means that I have people to really have more people to even relate with to be able to share my story to be able to have some kind of um to be able to represent and be like god is not done with you because i made the choice to rise up to rise above whatever it is that's happening i made the choice to rise above whatever society says i made the choice to rise above whatever people say i made the choice to rise above all of these things all of these things that are happening i made the choice to rise above it and it is my duty to show you that you can rise above it if it's one of these things or all of these things it is my duty to let you know that you can rise above it so i don't care if you had a baby when you were 14 or 15 and everybody condemned and rejected you i don't care if you had laid down with x amount of men 10 20 40 50 60 and you just thought like you'll find validation fulfillment in you know doing that i don't care if you packed on all the degrees thinking that school was going to take you there i don't care if you have three children with three three different people in your lifetime because you just felt like okay this was going to be the one and it just turned out not to be the one i don't care if you've been divorced i don't care if you made the mistake of marrying whoever it is that you married i don't care the kind of theology that you used or whatever it is that happened in the process of you making that decision all i care about is what you're doing about it what you choose to do differently how you choose to show up differently so if you're listening to this and any part of this resonates with you i will encourage you to reach out because we have a lot of work to do so it's time to stop sulking it's time to let things be leave things be and let's get it together thank you so much for listening i really do appreciate your time thank you thank you thank you and um don't forget to like, don't forget to rate the show. Um, it helps, you know, with the ratings. I really do appreciate you for listening. I really do appreciate your time. Thank you so much and have an amazing day in the world.